because the trigger that's trust it's the purge it's already the purge in progress so that's already what's happening and by us not just knowing oh i'm still hacking trigger and it's so painful and i don't know what to with myself but then you remind yourself well like all of this is happening for me for it to come up to the surface and then be cleared out and purged out from my field then you can really surrender to that and yes receive help where you need to receive help receive uh emotional support energetic support like that's why we all here in it together we are here in order to help each other whatever i've purged out and cleared out and stabilized within my own field i can serve you with that energetic stability and i can already um help you move through that faster so you don't need to do it all by yourself hello hello and welcome back to the podcast today i am coming at you from a beautiful airbnb in kansas city missouri my hometown um it's one of those like really rainy days like but like a good vibe of rainy like just kind of like the the type of rain where it's just like stay inside and do your thing like go inward and i'm looking out the window right now and it's just like like rainy city vibes and i love that <laughs> it's just it's just such a vibe to me how many times can i say the word vibe today i have my first reoccurring guest miss ava sofiana my first guest ever on the podcast so she is very 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 special and dear to my heart um, for many reasons because she's amazing but also because she was my first ever guest on the podcast so you can find her in episode one and I would definitely suggest listening to that episode if you haven't before I felt really called to have her back on because Ava is just constantly getting all these downloads and she made a post a while ago about all these different matrix programs. I will link her Instagram in the description down below for you to go check out her Instagram and follow her please because she's always having these very potent and amazing and powerful updates and she's just incredibly intuitive and is just such a healer and so connected to the divine feminine anyways i messaged her and asked her to come on and talk about these societal programs because i feel like it's not talked about enough in this episode we get really really vulnerable and down to the details and really deep about how societal programs affect us individually this episode is just so so powerful and we both talk a lot about what we've been through with relationships and our own self-doubt and our own journeys and just a lot of deprogramming and, and and how we got through that deprogramming and me and Ava realized that we have a very similar programming a very similar similar blueprint that we have had to go through and so it was really inspiring for me to hear her story and that she's already gone through it and it gave me a lot of hope and I think it will do the same for you so stay tuned for this amazing amazing episode with Ava and just allow yourself to receive her medicine I wish that I could talk to her every week 
at the end of this episode that we recorded, I felt on top of the world. It always raises my vibration to listen to her. So especially if you're having a bad day, stay tuned and allow yourself to be transformed. So good to connect with you. I know. Welcome back to my podcast, Ava. Yeah, oh my God, it's exciting. <laughs> it's so crazy. When I received your message, I was like sick. I think I had COVID like two, three weeks ago and I was sick in bed and I was just listening to those meditations and I just, I found this meditation with this like, um, you know, miracles, like attract miracles and then the next day I woke up to this message and I'm like that's the miracle yes <laughs> I really felt oh. like that it was just like so unexpected it's like really mm. wow that's amazing I yeah, love so working with miracles and like just deciding one day like I'm gonna attract this miracle and like you don't even know what it is but you know it's coming <laughs> yes yes and it just always like part of like a bigger miracle like the, all the small miracles that add up and then this whole thing happens and yeah it's like just one big miracle that's how I feel <laughs> yeah, it's all yeah powerful so many things are happening when you posted all those um those posts about like matrix programs I was like what in the world like this is so true like there's just so many different stories that are, we're programmed to believe so I was like I've got to get this this girl back on to talk about that <laughs> When I discovered it first, I was pretty shocked because most of us were like super not aware and it's a complete different type of worldview when we see um, society through this lens. Mm. And yeah, when I first learned about this, I was like, whoa, it feels like really like weird dream, but it feels like a remembrance. Like it feels like deep down, I kind of knew. And and I had someone that was like kind of, uh, how do you call that? You know, like um, like when you hear something, like like taking away the virgin, you know, like mm-hmm. giving me the disinformation the first time. Yeah. And, and as he was sharing with me and I was asking him, wow, this feels so familiar. And, and then I was like asking him, is it like, this and he was like mm, yeah like he was pretty much more advanced in his understanding of the world you know as well with like extraterrestrials and stuff like that so it definitely it's it's pretty convoluted you know but I love to speak about it from the angle of the soul mm. and because that everyone we, of us can relate to that everyone can relate to feeling connected as in like the soul and and obviously there's people that are like completely scientific, right? And they're like, no, there is no soul. We're just like part of, you know, this accident that is like life evolving on a random planet. <laughs> yeah, but most of us were like, oh no, I think there is something else going on here. So <laughs> yes. we feel it, we feel it in our soul. It's a feeling. Yeah, it's pretty much a feeling and definitely you know like this whole um, there's so much knowledge in in all of those like awakening processes and the talks about uh, the star seeds and the soul volunteers and there's so many like so much content already out there like Dol- Dolores Cannon speaks about the soul volunteers so much you know so it all ties into that of really connecting like oh my god like I'm a star seed you know like I come 
like we know like do you know this, this concept of the star seat yeah but would you mind explaining it for people who don't yeah so the idea of the star seat is like that um we came it's like to, the idea of the the soul volunteer it kind of is more or less like the same thing just described in a different way so is the soul that comes to this specific planet on assignment and kind of knowing that they have come here with a bigger purpose and they kind of know intuitively feel that there's something going on on this planet that they're here to add their energy to and it's the way how Dolores Cannon talks about it. It's like literally like the soul carries a frequency code. It's like a frequency signature that this alone is enough in order to provide and add towards the bigger picture of what's happening on the planet. So it's not even necessary to do anything actively. The way how she speaks about it, it's like your presence alone is enough. So from there, um, some people that are really feeling like a deeper call and and are getting activated into their into their multi-dimensional remembrance then then spaces open up for them for wanting to do more to actually do something either speak about it either um you know transform the life so that it the energy is amplified more of the energy can come through or actually really be in service either through being healers um or some kind of like soul oriented work right i love that the um your presence alone is enough that's so beautiful it makes me feel so like calm in my soul where it's just like it's kind of just like the act of more being less doing you know like all you have to do is be yes exactly where that's where really the essence lies and coming dropping deeper into being but actually there is a type of doing in there which is the, the type of doing which is the self-responsibility where we crystallize our own field so we can more be within our own energy and see ourselves as the channel she describes it as a you are an one you are like an antenna you're like a receptor and you're receiving from you know different dimensions and from outer space and from different beings from astral beings from angelic beings you're receiving energies and you're just like the receptor welcoming receiving those energies and then by sitting and placing and walking on earth you literally your body is channeling it into the field of the earth mm. right and that is the sense of being like you are as a pure channel and what you can do here is like literally just purify your channel to um, allow more of that to come through you and some people really feel it they really feel in moments maybe of meditation or in moments in nature in moments of stillness that more of that divine energy is pouring just through them and they feel like they can really anchor it into the field of earth itself right because the the body of earth of the planet is an energetic field it's a it's a consciousness field so earth is receiving she we call her you know Gaia um, Tierra uh, Ramantara, we have many names for Mother Earth. So um, she's like literally receiving that frequency and, and alchemizing it to support 
all of the beings and the, and the global evolution just for our planet alone. So we're collaborating. And that's something that's uh, specifically called for people that are very consciously doing it. It's called grid work. Oh, interesting. I never knew that. I heard something once that light workers and star seeds are spread apart. Like that's why we can often feel very alone. Um, during the beginning stages because we're we're spread apart purposely so that we're like covering a large area that's right so we are spread apart in order to touch different uh, grid points right so to be in certain areas of um, density to bring in more of the light into those areas and it's always in collaboration with earth where we are seated in a specific grid point and and some some uh, star seeds or light workers, as you call it, they like travel around, and they don't. They're not assigned to a specific point, but they're like touching many points by traveling. That's why you know, like the liberation of work into like nomadhood and being digital nomads is so uh, how you say like facilitating light workers so much because they can be free. They can travel anywhere in the world, mm. and you know, have an income, but also do their work, which is like the, the light work, which is not necessarily like a conscious thing that they're doing. They're just doing it to just feel so aligned to go to those different places and activate grids. Some do it really consciously. They go, okay, I'm going to Egypt. I'm going there. I'm going there and I'm activating grids. Mm -hmm. Some just do it naturally. Yeah. So uh, wow. definitely it makes sense to be spread around the globe like that to mm. bring in more light and especially in dense area uh, areas of, of the planet and as well some st star seeds are born into very dense family constellations you know where there is a lot of darkness happening and they literally they do a lot of ancestral work clearing out um from their family from the bloodline mm -hmm. and just by doing their own inner healing it's incredibly powerful that was going to be one of my next questions is like recently i've been learning more about like all the stuff we go through everything is divinely guided and it's at first it was very hard for me to wrap my head around that because i was like but you know it's so painful like like how can that be divinely guided but it really is and healing yourself really is part of the work it's the first part of the work is working on yourself and aligning and sometimes i feel like a lot of people i personally work with feel selfish for working on themselves but i always tell them like working on yourself is for the collective so true that's absolutely at the essence of self-healing and the uh, personal development where it's literally a win-win situation. Whatever you do for yourself in terms of your own healing, energetically alone is is like you you can see it really as, let's say, like light crystals. Let's say you are an energy field, right? Like visualize yourself as this bubble of light, and and now you have like in this in this light bubble some dark spots and the, and the healing really is just to clearing out those dark spots but as you are clearing it for yourself these dark spots they connect to timelines of your own parallel lives mm -hmm. 
in the multidimensional space, but also on ancestral lines. So these dark spots, they connect down to your mother, father, grandmother, grandfather, you know, like their grand, grand, grandfathers and all of the bloodline. So as you pour light into the dark spots, it's like literally channeling down the bloodlines through the, the quantum field. Like you can only perceive it truly as like the quantum, which is not a physical field. It, it's, it's like, like a uh, wormhole. Visualize it, like think of it as a wormhole where like channeling the energy into the wormhole and it's touching through time and space all of the generations down your bloodline backwards into the past and forwards into the future. So you're doing work for your future generations. Mm. And it's powerful because I witnessed it for my own self where I came already with the awareness of knowing that before I have my own child, I need to clear out a certain degree like it's almost like a percentage like you have let's say in your field um let's say as a setup point 50 percent of like dark spots and 50 percent of light spots now you're leveling that out and you bring more light into the dark spots and now you get like um maybe a quote of 80 to 20 right so you cleared out most of the dark spots there's a little bit of still darkness and it's like just you know the darkness it's just like a, a lack of awareness in some sort of areas in lives but they automatically clear as you reach a certain amount of light within yourself it kind of almost like goes by itself right it you kind of in it already and it's just like suddenly it's like a snowball that is just unfolding and and doing its own thing but what i want to say is that when you reach a certain degree of light within your own healing process, then the being that you channel in is, is such a pure being of light that they bring even more light. Like it's just the ripple effect is tremendous. Mm. It goes down your generations of the children that you bring in. And so the being that I have brought in with my partner, we have done both of us years and years of, of deep inner work and we've been both in celibacy for one year before we actually met and we didn't even know you know that was not even intentional it was just like he was clearing out his all of his sexual energy I was doing the same thing just for myself and then as we met we realized that's where we were we were like on the same page literally uh -huh. and I conceived within two months of meeting him because it was just like okay it's it's just so obvious there's so many signs divine signs and divine guidance you know when you say the divine guidance is so strong and if you follow it yes there is a lot of purging happening mm -hmm. and that's painful because you move through the triggers the trigger sets up the motion of those blind spots those dark spots to come to the surface they surface and it's painful as you see them first because you were not aware of it there's some emotional trauma maybe there's some dark memories that might link back to either your own childhood, previous lifetimes, stuff that you don't even know where it comes from. Some stuff is triggering the heck out of you and it's so painful. But by you seeing it and noticing it, you already, that's already the first step in bringing the light and the healing and the love and the self-acceptance mm -hmm. of that and allowing, you know, for always the divine guidance to the divine to hold you within a process of the purging because the trigger, that's trust, it's the purge. It's already the purge in progress. 
So that's already what's happening. And by us not just knowing, oh, I'm still hacking trigger and it's so painful and I don't know what to do myself. But then you remind yourself, whoa, like all of this is happening for me, for it to come up to the surface and then be cleared out and purged out from my field. Then you can really surrender to that. And yes, receive help where you need to receive help, receive uh, emotional support, energetic support. Like that's why we all here in it together. We are here in order to help each other Whatever I've purged out and cleared out and stabilized within my own field, I can serve you with that energetic stability and I can already um, help you move through that faster. So you don't need to do it all by yourself, right? Mm -hmm. And the, the most help I've been receiving was a lot from different spiritual teachers and also plant teachers. Mm. So I've worked a lot with plant medicine and the plant teachers are just like spirits like beings within the consciousness of a specific plant and you, you communicate through them. It's almost like you talk to a physical person, but you're in an altered state when you talk to them and you, when you consult with them and it's mm -hmm. definitely profound support. <laughs> I've been communic. Yeah. I've received telepathic telepathic support during uh, my time finding Costa Rica. It was about of eight months of telepathic communication and guidance from a specific plant teacher, master teacher. And she's guided me to leave uh, Ibiza back then where I have established after I had, I went through a, a wave of healing with the plant medicines as well. And then from the first wave, I've established a certain lifestyle in Ibiza where I was a yoga teacher and I was, you know, financially secure and I was doing art and I was, on the surface happy but deep down it was not complete i haven't yet fully anchored in my complete soul mm. into the truth of who i am and what i'm what i'm supposed to do here and i didn't i didn't even know what it was supposed to look like but there was something in me that was like still it was a, a, a hinge of frustration it's still of like the hinge of like not fully satisfied not fully being in this like bliss state and I knew it was possible, right? Mm -hmm. So then I received the guidance to leave Ibiza and it was a big, big shock because I was like, I just built like all of this wow. and I'm receiving the guidance to leave everything. Mm -hmm. And it was through the support on the last day before I left, this plant, the flower appeared to me and I received such a strong download from my third eye. It's like telepathic communication. And she was like downloading all this noise. Like, okay, you're going now death. They're there. This next step, then to Mexico. Then you talk with this man and you talk with that man. And then you're doing this and this process, like complete precise guidance of where to go, what to do. And I was just, okay, I'm following. I'm like, wherever I was going, I was just constantly receiving those messages. It, it's like a voice in your head almost. Mm -hmm. And. And it was clear because I'm connected to the to to like the fairy consciousness, and this flower is, is holding the, the fairy essence. So I knew it was like like almost like the fairy's talking to me, and it's like a aspect of my soul soul that's talking to me, and it's just me communicating to myself. It's like my higher self, right? It's always that. It's always your higher self talking to you. <laughs> so there is nothing else there than to trust because you know that your higher self has only the best at your interest. Mm. 
Mm. Only. Even if it's scary, even if it's painful, even if you don't know what's going to happen to you, even if it's seemingly you're getting yourself into trouble. And literally, I was like seemingly getting myself into trouble. I was then suddenly in Mexico with the shaman by myself in his apartment. And he was like trying to do something. And I was literally, I was already like in a space of like, God help me, like what's happening? Like, why am I here? Like, why am I with this person? He's making me feel so uncomfortable. And I received such a strong guidance where again, at night I received a huge download and they were saying, you're receiving a specific code. He has a key, like it's like a key. A code is an energetic key that someone is holding within their field, right? So he holds that key and he has broken some integrity with his, with his practice, with his shamanic practices, where he has to pass on the key. He's not allowed to hold the key anymore. So he's now supposed to pass it on to you. So I had to go into a plant medicine ceremony with him where the field was opened for him to have to pass the key to me. And I literally saw like within that altered state, how this energetic architecture, it's like, like, a, like a code, like a geometry. Wow. Was that was then passed to me. And then after that, it disintegrated. Like that was the karmic kind of like situation. And I was I was just trusting that the that the universe holds me always safe. Always. Like I know I'm safe. I know you're protecting me. I know all of this is meant to be. Like I fully trust your universe and and hold me hold me like that and I was protected throughout those altered states where this architecture this this um, geometry was passed to me and then afterwards I, I left and I went into my own solo journey and have never met him again wow yeah That's so beautiful how you just trusted that do you think that that is a common thing like the key when people meet other people that they're meant to meet or is it deeper than that um yes it, it's definitely deeper than that because sometimes there is a karmic contract that has a really deep profound lesson in it mm. where you, we sometimes in our mental understanding of the situation we cannot decipher and we cannot understand truly what is the, the lesson and it's all its complexity yes and so it sometimes seems very absurd and unreal and unnecessary. And we wonder like, why do I need to go through this? Mm. Why is this happening to, to me? And here is the essence of a program that I wanna highlight as we're talking about matrix programs that the certain mindset of things happening to us is one of the main things that is programmed to us in childhood as in a disempowerment. It's called the victim consciousness. It's, it's a program that renders things to seemingly randomly happen to us, to us, so right? That is you giving your power away whenever you say something's happening to me. And on the opposite side of that program, is the empowerment program of you understanding as things happening for you. Mm. 
No matter how traumatic and horrific the situation, you will always know that it's happening in essence for you because of the deeper wisdom within that lesson, within that situation. And there's people that have experienced horrific traumas and have risen up and beyond from that. And it has, this trauma was the essence of them to literally wake up and stand up into their power. Mm. So it's like a catapult. And it's oftentimes like the, the rock bottom of the, the experience as a human in this life can be literally the, the catapult that shoots you out into an evolution of your soul that otherwise would have been not facilitated. And that's the role of us coming into this human experience. That's the human experience, what it has in essence, kind of as a gift for us, is mm -hmm. transcending, literally transcending the humanness of me as a human is experiencing this horrific thing, but with the essence for the soul to acquire such deep wisdom that the humanness can be transcended and you lift yourself with the power of your soul up into this space of ascension where the ascension process is literally embodied through this one lifetime of becoming a master of the human experience mm. and as a master you're now a teacher and a supporter for others that are struggling yes wow that's so powerful so with the with that and the dark spots you were talking about like what if like is there a thing such as dark spots that just keep coming up or like a dark spot that's like bigger than like all the rest that just keeps coming up into your life because you mentioned like when you hit rock bottom then you just go soaring up and I've experienced that but like what if there's people who feel like they continuously hit rock bottom with that same dark spot if that makes any sense is that just like a yes. karmic karmic lesson it's um usually because they don't move through this through the darkness in a way that is clearing it out completely. So they might just touch upon it on the surface. They're not going fully deep dive into it in order to pull it out of there and clearing it out. And usually that's where support is required. If something is looping and they're, in, and they're feeling like they're stuck, then a guide can really effectively help them move beyond and out of it because they sometimes through the space of the mind, they don't see things. Mm -hmm. Because the mind has only limited capab cap capability to see all perspectives and all angles. And sometimes it's just like a certain perspective that they don't take into consideration because they just don't have the awareness. And through someone bringing them, helping them get awareness of what's going on, even on the deeper layers and on deeper layers and the deeper layers, then they can move beyond that. But yes, it can have very deep karmic, um, karmic uh, source for this recurring thing. So I can give you a really a concrete example. We recently, last month, literally had 
someone come to us for healing, right? So we have this healing center in Costa Rica. My partner is doing deep soul healing with people where people, he's not advertising, they just find him. Mm-hmm. And so this person had memories come up from the Holocaust where, where this person was seeing things happening of him, of this person was doing something as related to his role in the Holocaust and this, and this past life memory. And it was haunting him. And he was like so trapped in this memory that he didn't know by himself anymore how to exit it. Where <clears throat> he was ready literally to end his life wow. because he didn't know how to, how to move through that. Mm-hmm. And so by the, by the final, like, you know, what to do, he found my partner Orpheus and Orpheus has helped him to reframe and go through. So what he does is soul journeys. He's taking the person on a soul journey down into through the subconscious mind, into the unconscious mind of, of where the soul has certain memories and through guiding and communicating through that hypnotic state. It's like a hypnotic state that the person receives the guidance of how to configure and change and process and essentially heal those aspects that on the conscious level, this person doesn't know how to do, right? He needs to go. And that's where plant medicine comes in. So if if someone wants to work with plant medicine, plant medicine does that as well. Um, but it requires obviously a deeper level of trust because you're meeting with a guide that you cannot see right and you cannot literally like not talk face to face you need to go all in in order to meet your guide like then you're already in right mm-hmm. then then you're already <laughs> in the altered state of consciousness where where you're already in it and and you cannot it's like really hard to communicate if, if you're in this like loop of of whatever you're experiencing and whatever you're moving through mm-hmm. and that's why some people have very uh like intense journeys but there's always someone guiding them as well through the intense journey and like holding the torch of light so that that the person can always come back to the light right after moving through it but it's sometimes more intense but can also be faster Hmm. so it's plant medicine is a fast forward literally in moving through the the dark spots and clearing them clearing clearing them out if you want to work with a mentor as as a person that guides you through you know, like it can be like a two weeks intensive of like daily to clear something deep out, or it can be, you know, a three month or six months time of period where you do once a week or, or once every other week and you move slower. Right. So, and you have more, also one more control where the plant medicine is like a a moment of letting of control so yeah. there is a deeper surrender yeah but those things work so if if one is, is stuck in something because yeah our conscious mind only has a certain capacity of going deep down and doing things in the unconscious realms then the best thing is really to, to reach out for someone to help because it's really it's really worth it 
it's um you literally by not doing it you're spending more time literally you're losing time you're losing time mm. because there is we have a certain amount of time in this human body on this planet you know like even if it would be 100 years if you know 50 years then you have only 50 more years in order to be in the happy space why would you you know have less space in the happy space if you could actually extend the happy space by moving faster through things that are keeping you stuck and being not happy and not fully expressed so it first of all it's time because time is limited so the sooner you get it done the sooner you can really enjoy life and do the do the most out of it mm. and be more fully in your purpose so it's literally there's no more time to waste it's not necessary like already just go already do it and <laughs> you know that's my that was my attitude when I realized like okay like I have to purge out this and this and that and I know that I have like childhood trauma you know based on my personal story and I have like a story about my father and my father left and there was you know abandonment and um yeah like such so certain story it's a common story actually like the abandonment wound so I was like attracting a lot of toxic relationships and I was very in a not happy place in my romantic life in my heart space I was literally so heartbroken I hit rock bottom and that's when I was like okay that and that's where it ends because I'm I'm a very fierce fiery character so for me that was like okay I'm now rock bottom I can't see myself I'm like literally rock bottom and that's why I decide to change and I do whatever it takes mm. yeah and no and no more compromises and no more compromise I'm going all the way until I and it took me six years until I completely cleared all out so that I feel in a space of deep happiness and bliss and love and joy where I wake up every day to my life and I'm mind blown I'm like oh my god I have like the most amazing man by my side I have the most amazing child like we have the most amazing life we live in the amazing nature in an amazing house with an amazing community with it we do all the time things that light us up I enjoy my life on every day it's like I everything you know and that's I want this for everybody because it's possible because it's just our internal state it's a reflection of our internal state mm. what I'm experiencing as my absolute dream life come true and I'm talking all the time about the dream life come true it's because that that inner work right to come to that inner state of peace and self-love and bliss with myself where you're like oh just like so happy that the whole universe the whole world has to by law by the universal law of attraction it has to reshape itself to match your inner state thank you so much for sharing that about the abandonment wound that's really wild uh your story exactly exactly what i've been going through like just keep attracting all these relationships where I end up feeling abandoned and so heartbroken. And I, I know a lot of people who as well experience the abandonment wound. So it's really beautiful to know that like when you put your mind to it and you do the work and you purge through that, that six years later, you're, you're at that spot. And that's so beautiful. 
I want to share with you something which is a very common thing. Um, so these programs that are running, it's kind of like they're generic. There is no coincidence. I discovered speaking to so many, especially women, why we relate to each other. Also you, Amelia, why you relate to me so, so deeply is because there is, um, it's like we, we running kind of like the soul, the same, it's like a blueprint. It's like a template. It's like a template that almost like, it, like we signed up for the same contract mm. to experience the same like similar thing and and it, it, it we're running a certain template and it moves through layers right so it, it would look like this where you would have like okay it goes from like layer of scarcity layer of abandonment layer of victimhood layer of um disempowerment and these are certain programs that are as well as as karmically as well as within society it's almost like you're born into like a setup and you're adopting this as a template and from what i understand what i'm noticing and what i'm seeing from talking also to other people and and how this plays out for so many people that we're moving through those things it's almost like generic it's almost like a template so since i have already moved through them i can now see it in hindsight right i i see it through the layers and so they don't need to be linear right so now when i draw it like as in like layers it looks linear but it doesn't need to be linear so you can have like first instance like a certain program running so the abandonment the abandonment won't ties into a program that is called the princess program and it ties into uh, things from society so it's like a puzzle so if you see the abandonment wound here and then the princess program fits into like a puzzle and it locks in into a state of mind where the princess program comes from society and mass media of the idea that there is a savior the prince on the white horse that is going to save me and it's a miracle and then i'm gonna be happy ever after mm. and everything in society subliminally communicates to the mind of a small girl that she's the princess and that she's waiting for her savior and her prince on the white horse to come save her and make her happy. And what it does, it takes away your self-responsibility and your self-empowerment as a woman. Mm. So you're giving your power away to this imaginary man and you're projecting constantly on any, any man that you're meeting, this imaginary prince on the white horse why because you're missing through the abandonment of probably your own father or somewhere in your childhood the real authentic figure of a man and what would that look like for you 
so there is a there is an unconscious projection happening of you have an idea it's like a template and everyone you're trying to fit them in when they don't fit in you end up heartbroken because they didn't say these things they didn't do these things they didn't um do everything in order to convince you that they love you right because you need all of that in order for the template to be fulfilled because that's unconsciously running as a program does that make sense yeah that makes total sense it's kind of like expectations that need to like fit perfectly yeah 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 it's like expectations and it needs to fit like in order for the puzzle piece to be complete mm. if the puzzle piece is not complete all of the expectations are like you know not mad and you end up like disappointed yeah and heartbroken because again this man and in fact by him not meeting those expectations he is actually confirming that the program that is running unconsciously that it's it's so paradoxical that is actually you're never gonna have anyone meeting those expectations so it's of course it's a self-fulfilling prophecy yeah. all of the programs there and always end up as a self-fulfilling prophecy the same goes with the scarcity program so the scarcity is like there is never enough i'm not enough and hence i will never have enough and and everything in your environment has to meet that expectation although you kind of there's a wishful thinking that oh you know maybe i will want and will win in the lottery and again and then there's things in society that lock in to a specific like like a wound like the scarcity can be like like a wound that, that happened within upbringing where something was taken away from you or your parents tell, told you like they don't have enough or or there was somewhere like stress and lack so the lack is the wound and then there is this um, societal program that locks into that and so that you stay in place within the wound and it's kind of like that it feeds each other it, it's feeding each other so the same goes as well there that within the lack mentality, there is a wishful thinking and a projection happening that is unrealistic. Mm. That, oh, you know, maybe I'm gonna win in the lottery. And that's where casinos can have such a success because they're tapping exactly into that wishful thinking, which is a complete illusion. And hence people end up living in an illusion, whether they live in the illusion of the system's gonna save them whether it's the system or the casino or whatever that it is is going to save them or whether it is the illusion of the prince is going to come and save you or yeah you know it's it's like somewhere you we're giving the power away through this through this program and what's underlying all of those is the concept of enslavement and that's the deep deep truth of what's happening on this planet which can be very confrontational to speak about because it brings up um, denial. There's deep denial of wanting to see the truth face of the tyranny of enslavement that's happening on this planet where most people are asleep to that. 
Wow. So every, all the programs, the underlying to all of them is enslavement. Yeah. Wow. Could you explain that a little bit, enslavement and, and how that is underlying for all of them? It's in essence, what's happening, there is a drawing of life force. And that's happening through a system of that work enslavement. So most people are within the work enslavement, which is the hamster wheel. The hamster wheel is a constellation of your life where you don't see anything outside of a, of a certain perception. Mm. And even, even for, for people that are within the business and they're very successful, they too can have that hamster wheel program running because they have maybe a certain role of leadership, but they're still somewhere like in service to maybe a co corporation or to or to to money right even if they're making big amount of money they're somewhere like giving their soul away in order for and that's where a lot of empaths and a lot of light workers and star seeds have this demonic sensation about money because because um it's used money by itself is neutral it's just an energy but then it, it's used by you can you can call it like the dark forces or the dark agenda mm. of this planet to it's it's instrumentalized in order to keep people with the locked in within that enslavement so money is just a tool to keep them locked in but money itself is neutral right they just use it like you know like a tool like like a cup of like glass you know, bottle. You can use the glass bottle in order to drink water from it, or you can use the glass bottle in order to hit someone on the head and kill someone, right? So yeah. just there's different layers within that enslavement, mm -hmm. different positions, but the majority is like the workforce in order that actually keeps the system alive. So by working, especially for the big corporations, you're actually like feeding it and you're like keeping it alive and it's perpetuating, it's continuing. And yeah, um, and the hamster wheel is like, obviously like, okay, the work enslavement and then what all of that that happens within like the poverty consciousness on different parts of the planet is feeding into that. It's very complex and convoluted, but you know, most people that have like a nine to five then take up on loans because they're being fed into having a certain life standard. And then in order to afford a life standard, they have to take out loans. And then they're like literally locked into the system because then they work all life in order to pay up the loans. And, and so it's like this really deep loop. And, and, it, and that only is in order for people not to see anything outside of that. It's like, oh, there is no choice. That's the only choice I have. And that's the, and, and here is like the next layers of like, this is disempowerment, victim, scarcity, and, and everything else feeds always into that as well. Wow. So the enslavement, I, I see that so much, like everything that you say, like rings so true to my soul. Like just the area where I live, just walking around, passing people, like I, like I feel that, you know, in them and, and in everything. Um, but that even connects to like the princess program. Yeah, because the princess program 
it's just another it's just another layer of specifically women being drained off of their feminine power whereas you're giving it away you're giving your because the feminine literally the feminine essence that the woman holds as her nature is being drained out of it it's it's like your your soul essence like all of the programs that are running there in order to drain out the, the soul essence from you like people are running around in the streets in the big cities they're like zombies yeah so they're like literally they're drained out of the soul essence and the soul connection that's why most of coaches and healers hmm. they do soul resurrection work it's like come back into connection with your soul and remember who you are truly wow. that's most that's most of the healers and coaches what what the true essence is because what happens within that that the drain the draining of the soul essence is all of the like heaps of other outcomes after you know as as, as a result of that like um depression anxiety health issues you know so, you know, so many things that people are struggling on a day-to-day -day life are the you know the the outcome because of of the soul being drained from them the soul essence is the life force is being drained from them yeah. and to be honest like i don't i don't know really deeply deeply like where like we can go there's probably conspiracy theories so many ideas around like how exactly where this life force is drained into and what it's used for and how exactly it's happening like i don't even want to know too much about it because it's I'm, i'm not playing into that reality literally like my purpose is to create a new reality where we're in the base and the essence of consciousness of sovereignty On a side note, how many of the Matrix programs are there? I know there was like six or seven that you listed. Um, I talk within my program, which I call Deep Program. It's a 12-month uh, journey experience. I pull out 10. Wow, okay. I pull out 10 of them and that's basically the 10 which is at the essence first of all coming into awareness of the enslavement which has to do with the workforce and then it builds up on top of that which you know like from all like the the soul sucking and giving away your power what builds on top of that is what feeds into it is the the abandonment the unworthiness, like literally I talk to people and it's all, all of what I'm teaching is from my own personal research and talking to people and my clients and people in, in, in the environment, also what I myself experienced, like when they are in a space of already seemingly free, what still carries through is unworthiness unworthiness is a, is a whole program and it's on its own that needs to be um brought up to the surface and released and, and purged out and rewritten so what i do is like i recode rewire deprogramming and rewiring and put in place 
of the true the truth of the soul which is the the original is the original we're purging it in order to come back to the original blueprint of the soul which is divine sovereignty absolute worthiness in the image of god uh, power of creation and manifestation in the image of god and not as like a christian god mind mind you it's it's the mother father god of the universe as a creative life force and the source of everything that exists and we are one with that source so it's that remembrance mm -hmm. that literally remembrance alone is powerful enough in order to clear all of the programs just as we dive deeper 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 into the remembrance yeah. because that creates the contrast of the disempowerment right all of the disempowerment that that wants to drain your life force because you're allowing it mm. yeah yeah self self-fulfilling prophecy it's allowing because we have the uh, free will of choice that allows it mm. so what happens what what needs to happen in order for all of this to go away <laughs> is to reclaim the I am free will, mm. the awareness of the I am free will that with your supreme I am free will, you command what's being done with your energy and with your soul. So that is like the main way. Yes. The main overall way just reclaiming yourself and kind of like what you were talking about earlier is like soul resurrection because I had a lot of people ask um what is like on a beginner's level like what is like the best way to break out of the matrix like just to start off once you can kind of start to see it and you're relating to the to the programs you're talking about what is the best way what are things that we can do radical boundaries and that's now in an energetic level where you proclaim yourself that this doesn't have any more power over me whichever thing you're encountering on a day-to-day basis it can be a snickers a freaking snickers bar that keeps you addicted to the chain to the mass chain and it's hilarious when I walk through Walmart sometimes just to, to get like basic stuff because, you know, that's what we have here. And then I encounter a Snickers bar and I remember when I was addicted to Mars or Snickers or whatever, you know. <laughs> and it hit, it hit me, you know, like, oh, in this previous life, that was like a code, that was like a thing where you like automatically it's like things that you do on autopilot where yeah. they run so deeply that people within my community that have been out like seemingly out of the matrix for years they're saying i'm still addicted to sugar and i don't know what to do and that's because that's fitting into a program of you giving away your power mm. even if it's to sugar and whatever you encounter on the day-to-day -day base, you set your boundaries of that thing doesn't have any more power over me. 
And if you don't know how to do it, come ask me. And I take you through the protocol of reclaiming your I am free will and commanding. It's like literally you take the power of the word of the command because your word is the word of God speaking reality into existence. And we have to come to such a deep level of awareness of our power of spoken word that each and every word of what we say, we create worlds with that. Whenever I say a thing, I create a potentiality of it become real. So whenever we speak out a worry or a fear, we creating a potentiality of it coming into existence. Yeah. And I can tell you that I'm still experiencing that like on a daily basis where mm-hmm. I'm getting like into this like shifts of, of motion into like expanded awareness of how this is happening within a split second. I can give you an exact example. About a week ago, I, for some reason, I had like a moment of freak freak out. And I was like, oh, what if my baby's being kidnapped? I was like, suddenly had this fear like it's irrational i don't know why this this idea came suddenly to my mind and i'm like i have this fear so i tell my partner in the evening i have this fear and now i'm speaking it out and i'm saying to him i'm afraid that you might be kidnapped and and he hears me and he's like okay we can put up cameras or this and that and you know we can sort this out all right i'm going to sleep I have a vivid dream of a girl that I know, she has a daughter, same age. And literally like in my dream, I'm holding my phone and there's a social media post of her posting that her daughter was kidnapped. And I wake up out of it, it's like it hit me in my heart, bang, realization that I'm, I've just created in my subconscious mind a potentiality that is projected now onto a story but the next layer from there is I'm creating it for myself as a reality if I pursue that fear, okay? And so that, that's how, how it works. So I want everyone to understand the power of your thoughts, especially if you speak them out into this universe. It's being heard, it's being received, and you're creating reality with your word, literally each time you say something. So we have to, it's, we are now in such precious time on our planet where the, the layer is very thin. The, the, the veil of us being on this side and behind the veil is the mechanics of the universe. That's how you can imagine it, the mechanics. And it's so thin that it's being all very translucent. So what we say, that's why we can also manifest very fast what we desire, but we also manifest very fast what we don't desire. That's what happens on this planet collectively. Mm. So (laughs) what happens then next is if you realize that you might be creating something that you do not desire, that you don't want to realize, 
you then go in and you change it by your free will. You say, universe, whatever I put into place previously, now this is being deleted and rewired and recreated into something that I do desire and this is what I'm creating. So you can, by your free will, by your own power, go inside the hologram and I call the universe or the mechanics behind the universe, behind a veil, it's like, it's the hologram. So it's like literally like you're looking at the screen and then the, the, the hardware, you know, like the, the program behind the screen, right? Behind the computer screen. Like you can go in there, like into the HTML, right? Or whatever, and you will change the program so that the screen, whatever you see on the screen starts looking differently. Make, that makes sense? Yeah, that makes so much sense. My question for you is like, when people get that, that, that negative thought, because we're human, you know, we get thoughts like that all the time. Yeah. Instead of speaking it out loud, what would you suggest that someone stop and do? Like, how do you honor that emotion and that, and honor yourself while at the same time, not projecting it out, out onto the world? Okay, so um, if you are so in such a space of awareness that when you're speaking it out, you know how to take it back, mm -hmm. then there is no danger to it, right? However, if you're doing it unconsciously and you're con continuously speaking it out, then it's being taken as effect value because mm -hmm. you're feeding your own subconscious mind with the truth. So if you don't know how to go into your subconscious mind and replace the truth with a different truth, then chances are you will see it happen, right? So what was the question again here? You answered it. You answered it. It was just, oh, okay. what, was your, what would you suggest someone do instead in that moment? How do you get out of that mindset? I feel like that's also a, a matrix program is some type of anxiety or like, I just, I work with a lot of people who are very, anxious and always telling me all these um, things that they think are going to happen, you know, that they're worried about. Yeah. Yeah. So what you tell them is you bring them into a space of awareness. People have to learn to take responsibility for their words and you, and, and the best thing is by making them aware that the, the world has, that the word has power. And so when someone is constantly in this like loop and just speaking of, of that, you divert them and you tell them, I'm not feeding you into that space of anxiety of you recreating the anxiety and constantly being in the, in the space of worry and potentially manifesting something that you don't want to see in your life because that's what you're doing essentially. I am my responsibility as your mentor, as your guide, as your coach is to divert you and open a space, a portal, literally open a portal that they can step through and start creating something else. Mm -hmm. That's our responsibility as coaches and as mentors, right? Mm -hmm. So we do that lovingly and kindly with compassion. We move them into a space of a different consciousness as well by our own capacity of creating something else for them by creating a possibility of the best possible outcome mm. for them. And 
we need to also make sure that they adopt that mindset so they can take responsibility because you cannot create somebody else's life mm. right that's so that's a difference of of our role is to guide them into the space where they create something else but it's not our responsibility to create it for them mm. right because that's also not empower empowering so what I do with my clients, I bring them into a space of awareness and I reflect them back as a mirror. Like, but look, by saying this and this and that, that's what you're creating. Are you aware of that? Usually they say, yes, yes, right. I'm aware of that, right. That's right. Okay, so how can I change that? And then we reframe mm-hmm. and we change that. And, and then I guide them. So instead of this, let's do this. You, can you adopt that? And then I have feedback to them as they translate it into their own understanding of how that looks like for them. And so they can re- <clears throat> reframe it and restructure it in their own mental uh, setup. And that's just mindset work. And then apart from the mindset work, it's also important to rewrite their energy field as taking them from a space of feeling that thing into a feeling of something that and then anchoring them into the feeling of the other thing because in fact you know as, as strong as the words are it's if they're not backed up with strong emotions they actually also don't have power but usually because we speak from a place of fear the fear is carried through strong emotions so mm-hmm it's important to take them from, and emotion is energy in motion, right? So we need to take them from that space of that one energetic space, which creates a frequency that communicates to the universe a certain thing into another energetic space, which then creates a different frequency, which communicates a different thing to the, to the universe and hence a different reality is created. And that's what we call transformation. Mm. See? I just have a couple more questions because I want to honor your time. Like, what is the purpose of all these matrix programs? Is it is it to awaken us? Is it to um, transform us? To because tr- I know that all the stuff I've been through, I would not be where I am today. You know, it's like the darkness creates the light. Is it like that type of vibe? There is different ideas. So. Yeah. I, I'm sure you can you can find people, you know, especially of the space within like conspiracy theories and stuff like that, <laughs> which, you know, when we talk about how, what's this guy called um, that has all of like this, this crazy conspiracy theories, this guy with the white hair that has like funny fingers when he talks. I, I, I remember later what, what's his name, what is his name? Uh, anyways, so they they have like certain ideas of like the dark agenda, right? And that's something that is like a very kind of almost like three-dimensional perception. It's like, in a way, like, yeah, okay. You know, like you can see it from a superficial level of like the dark agenda and different species having invaded Earth and taken over and started to manipulate with with the biology of Earth and the human beings and created all of the systems and, and matrix uh, energy fields that we are not even aware of and and so yeah there is a lot of ideas about that personally i find it yes true 
Mm-hmm. But not not deep in a sense of of course you know it's kind of deep if we want to talk about um, different species and, and 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 alien civilizations that are subliminally like somehow like manipulating this planet it's it's quite deep <laughs> but I think it's not deep enough if we look at it from the perspective of creation because creation above all has even a deeper agenda which is for the collective evolution, not just of human and souls embodied as human, but souls embodied in any other form and shape, Mm. right? Because we're all souls that are from source and we're all on that path together of remembering oneness. So I like to look at it from the bigger picture eye of whether you believe that there is alien species shape-shifting on this planet or not. If you do, then we always can see it from the biggest perspective of we're all here together for the soul growth. Mm. Yes. And remembering oneness and coming back to our own power as God expressing itself, itself, the consciousness of God is expressing itself through us for our own individual consciousness. Mm, Beautifully put. Do you mind talking about the, what was the the matrix program, the scarcity program? Mm. Because that seems to be the most like popular, popular one these days. (sighs) Yeah, there's a trend. (laughs) Yeah, definitely, you know, because maybe 100 years ago, there was something, you know, where people were more like in in a fear based program of maybe more survival. Now it's maybe more scarcity. So do we talk about the purpose of the scarcity program or how it works or what how to work through it definitely how to work through it yeah how to work through it scarcity is in its essence a disconnect from god a disconnect from the universe if we are in scarcity and lack we are lacking connection to the universe because the universe is always supporting us and I've experienced that. I mean, I must say that I was very blessed because I've grown, I, in a way, I grew up in a family constellation that had taught me scarcity. Mm-hmm. So there is in my cellular memory knowing that this exists because of my mother and my father. I've seen that taught to me as a truth on one hand. On the other hand, I've been so in communion just by my by my natural setup or soul evolution, because we all have like a certain soul evolution that we're coming into this into this plane already, right? Because of whatever we did beforehand on the on the on the larger scale of this other lives. So as my as, as me personally is the soul evolution that I've come into I've been in, in such a communion deep communion with the universe that there was always trust and 
knowing in the universal support. So what I have hence created from that space of, of knowing of support is um, financial support as well from different parts of my family that has been not my father, not my mother, but other, other family members that was like angel investors when I was studying, when I was doing self-development, when I was traveling, when I was um, even going on the self-exploration with plant medicine. So, and plus, you know, I've, I've been received gifts. I've been received, I've, I've been given a gift to travel to the Himalayan mountains. So like there is universal support beyond money, mm. right? So scarcity revolves mostly around money and not understanding really the energy of money and and being kind of like fixated for money being the only thing and there is a lack of awareness here so as we're growing into deeper awareness and understanding and we can see beyond money of a layer of abundance that is keeping us alive even if it's like the abundance of life force surrounding us mm. right so there is techniques as we're speaking of like moving beyond that and past that first of all like to come into a deeper awareness understanding and expanding into seeing abundance noticing abundance accepting abundance as a truth and fact of that's what the world what the universe is made of whether we translate it then into money which then can manifest physically into our life or not but that's as like the foundation that the awakening awakening out of scarcity is waking up to abundance on all levels as that is like a law of the universe mm, that makes so much sense i love that it's just kind of just slowly reprogramming your mind to see abundance in everything everywhere and be grateful for everything yes exactly exactly and so the way how I received it when I was um, receiving downloads of how I could teach that interesting, interestingly as well, how it was taught to my own mind, because our mind sees things as archetypes and, mm -hmm. and stories, right? So what came through is the golden serpent. So I received, a, it's a code, it's an architecture. Uh, a geometry a light geometry um, that I call the golden serpent and it's the serpent of life that is the life force serpent and it's golden because it has abundance as its essence mm -hmm. and we see it everywhere and then when we see it everywhere we then translate it into whatever we want to see whether it's like like our land so rich in abundance like bananas falling off the trees jackfruits just like reproducing in massive amounts you know like thriving mm -hmm. you know and that in a way translates as abundance or it can be money and then when we enter into the layer of money then 
there is deep layers of of how our relationship because money is a relationship how do how is our relationship look like and how do we understand money as a, an element that has a spirit mm-hmm. so just as any other element you could talk to water air because like air you cannot see but it's an element that has a spirit and you can talk to air you can talk to earth you can talk to water right and all of it seeing it as a, as a space in the space of consciousness and the spirit of it talking to the spirit of money and reframing rewriting your relationship so that you can come into a beautiful reciprocal uh, relationship that is based in trust mm. and knowing of mutual love and so <gasps> it's a beautiful process of taking my clients on a on a journey as well through and then kind of like a guided meditation that is taking you into astral space and we enter into the quantum field and we meet money mm. and you get to talk with money and and she appears to you effect as a female goddess mm. right and and that remembrance of her beauty and her power and her wanting and willingness to befriend you and support you mm. and be part of your life as you invite her in right and we can notice her spirit and everything as a source of good and that's where we reframe money and understand it differently where we can actually then open ourselves to more money literally into our lives right mm. magical i love the meditation of meeting the goddess of money and being able to speak to money that's so magical i love that yeah i we were launching that course i think maybe uh in may Mm, so exciting all right well I literally could ask you questions for literally the rest of tonight but is there anything else before we talk about what you're offering that you would like to share about matrix programs so just one thing that I didn't mention now and when we talked about scarcity as I was taking you to understand um, from the lens of abundance, everything being abundance, like the, the main, and you probably heard that, all right? It's just a reminder for you to just know if you're starting now to work on this already, that the main technique, and we talk about technique, and it's of course a technique of manifestation and calling things in is gratitude. So we talk about using sensations and feelings in your body as a technique to do things within your energy field, right? And so when we tap into deeper layers of gratitude, we open portals of things to be manifested from that space, Mm. which has all to do of manifesting abundance. If you're especially uh, grateful for abundance, we attract more of abundance. If we're grateful for love, we attract more for love. If we're grateful for family, you know, if we're grateful for health, we attract more health, like everything, like this is your main communication with the hologram. And so when I speak about the hologram, that's the universe. So I, I'm also going to talk about it in my free masterclass, right, where I'm going to reframe for you your understanding of what is the universe and how do the energies work. And I want to 
introduced the idea of the holographic universe, which is literally like a mirror reflection of your own inner state, like you hold the universe within inside of you as an and as an energy field, mm-hmm. and you're projecting that onto the onto the screen of the hologram. Mm. Yeah, and so when you talk to the hologram, like it's you don't need to talk to God, you don't need to talk like the universe is so big. It's like this thing, right, that we know from pictures of galaxies and stuff. Like that's big, you know. Like you know, like we can't, if you, if you like, if you, if it resonates for you, you can, of course, you know, talk to God or wherever, but when we actually, what we do, you know, even in this book that's called orders from the universe, it's like literally you, like if you're praying to God, you're talking to the hologram, you're programming the hologram. When you're talking to the hologram, you're programming it. And it's in your supreme power to program your hologram and whichever freaking way you want. Mm. and it's that remembrance that's essential and that i'm so excited for people to wake up to this technology of their own power of commanding the hologram (laughs) it's a it's a revolution that's so empowering because like you were talking about earlier like we were just taught that the power lies externally to us. That's like you were saying, like that's all the the programmings are just like, that's what we're taught our whole life, but we have the power inside of us and that's so beautiful. Yes, exactly. It's like you and a hologram. That's, that's the two things that exist. Everything else is just like puppets mm. playing out. And, and, when I say the hologram, right, is I mean the universe or the, or your life, like whatever's playing out, it's a sculpture that you can mold. Yeah. It's your art piece. I want to reframe people to understanding their life as their one time of a lifetime art piece. It's their masterpiece. Mm. And so when you now like really look at it as your masterpiece, like how do you want to see your masterpiece unfold? And I and I this came to me today, you know, like life doesn't happen from one day to another. It's a process. And the process is choice upon choice, upon choice, upon choice, building up day by day. And each choice is an opportunity to sculpt the masterpiece. And you now have each and every time with awareness, choice to sculpt it in one way or another mm. so whatever you have sculpted so far if you're not happy with the masterpiece that you've created so far we need to come to awareness of from which place have you been creating it mm. where is the seed that's why we're talking about the programs because we need to look at the seed once you change the seed you will create something else. Mm. So empowering. Thank you so much, Ava. Would you mind talking about what you are offering these days? How can people work with you one-on-one? Yeah, so I've received powerful download to create this one-year immersion experience. It's called 
deep program, one year, one mastery. Mm. And I, I spread it out through a whole year of 12 months where month by month, we are moving through one layer mm. of a program and we go deeper and deeper and we peel it off, we peel it off, we peel off the layers. It's like literally each time you take off a layer and a new part of you is revealed underneath it as mm. you peel it off like the onion till we come to the core of your soul so that you realize through the process at the end what your original soul blend, soul blueprint looks like because you own awakening to the knowing of your, your, of your original soul blueprint. Like literally when you can, through your third eye, through your imagination, like literally see it in front of you in the Akashic space, you know, like when we talk about Akashic records where yeah, I know that some people talk with that, but for me, that's all the quantum feel like within that, within that multidimensional space you waking up to the truth of your original blueprint is from which you then create your dream life because you hold in your original blueprint past all of those layers of programs, your dream, absolute dream life is right there. Mm. Your highest potential of what you're meant to be doing, the purpose of your soul and the knowing of how to fulfill it, all the action steps that need to be taken. So it's a complete clearing of those layers so that you can come back to your original soul blueprint, take power, take charge of it, and then start creating from that space and start taking action from that space. Mm. That yes. So incredibly powerful. <laughs> Is there any other stuff that you've been working on recently? That's the main thing that I've been working on. Okay. And it was, I'm starting the first transmission is going to be 1st of April. And okay. so there is one, each, each month there's one transmission that is similar to our conversation, but way more focused and channeled, honing in onto one specific thing, moving through it into like all of the breakthroughs, aha moments where you're like, oh my God, oh my God, yes, of course. Oh my shit. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. And you're like, oh shoot. Like I've been unconsciously doing all of that. Like, oh, okay. So what's next? All right. Full acceptance, full transparency. Like it's the confrontation where it's like, okay, all right. I'm seeing it now, but okay. If you're ready to be like, okay, what's next? So it, within that space of the, of, of the transmission, I'm taking you on the quantum journey each time through the energy field to rewrite and clear it from the field because we're doing it on the mental level and then from the field in the energy space. And then this is going to be integrated through the rest of the month through a guided meditation, through journaling prompts specific. And then there will be like one Q&A where we'll do like hands-on you know, question and resolving within the a Facebook group where we build community around people that are committed to deprogram, like literally purge out like the whole matrix setup out of the system. And we they can come back to remembrance of who they are in the soul essence. And I tell you, we're all multidimensional star beings that are living this 
human experience and within your remembrance of that you again also remember the power of your soul and what you're capable of mm -hmm. and yeah unlocking strands of kundalini activations within that where each time a soul fragment is integrated into your human vessel a piece of energy opens up and so you feel motivated and vital and ignited to start changing and doing things differently creating things it's like your own source of inspiration lies within those fragments of souls that are coming back as a remembrance to you mm. yeah that's why also like the the spreading out of the 12 months so yeah yeah taking it piece by piece layer by layer so they're really deep and effective other than that if you want to um have more individual support i do have a three-month container of one-on-one -on -one work where just extra help is provided for you to do this like with me where we sit down we talk and i offer you this like extra level of awareness and reflection and you know healing other than that I will work on the golden serpent program to specifically go deeper into that that's going to be the money program mm. and i already yeah I've, I've money, money and manifestation magic i feel like that's my speciality so <laughs> i'm excited to open that more and yeah these are the the three things for now mm. wow i feel that you put so much love into all that you do and I just feel so grateful to have had you on again and for you to share your medicine with us again. And just thank you so much, Ava. I will make sure to leave all of your links in the description. Thank you so, so much. And also mm -hmm. want to acknowledge you and appreciate you, dear angel of purest heart for your service and just the level of your commitment and openness to, I already mentioned to you, to create that bridge and be of support. And yeah, there it's, it's a big path and there's so much work to do, but together we are doing it. And so thank you. I see you. I honor you. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. <laughs>